to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, here we are at the Sunday um, event for the Concourse d'Eleganza at Amelia Island, and we're with the busiest man <laughs> in the show. So I really appreciate your time. Michael Haggerty. So thank you very much for that. Like, like taking out of time for us. It's really, really special. So this is going to be the big challenge. We only have like 15 minutes and we have to talk about everything you've okay. done okay. in the past couple of years, which has been a lot, right? Yeah, well, we've been very busy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're moving pretty fast and, and the things that we're really proud of are really evident here today. Uh, we started investing in these events. Um, they're they're as businesses but also really as a way to to live up to our purpose our, our purpose at Haggerty is to save driving and yeah. car culture and what's cool about the car world as as you know so well is that car people come together you know they come for the cars and they stay for the people exactly and these events like this are, are really important uh Uh, venues for the car world and people remember oh I was there that year remember the year that so-and-so won the award remember that, that, kind car, of thing, that yeah. car so we wanted to be part of that and we started making these investments uh, and so this is our third concours style event and by far the biggest so this is a a, a pretty big uh, effort for us yeah and it's becoming as important some might say as Pebble Beach which is like quote-unquote the most the biggest or the most important whatever some people want to call it but this is becoming I think much more fan friendly I think yeah. and, and that's I think that's a, a really good thing well this this event the Amelia has had those two things well one it's it's a lot of people like it because it's often referred to as the fun concord yeah uh, it's in a great spot here at the Ritz Carlton in uh, Fernandina Beach Florida Amelia Island um, but it's also always had this motorsport uh, angle to yeah. it and that's why it's often referred to as the racers concord because every year there's an honoree from the motorsport world and it's not just an honoree it's they often bring their team you know their their race team members their drivers their their colleagues and their so there's seminars happening for several days in advance and again here we're just seeing so much energy around having Chip Canassi because he's such a cool guy and he raced in so many different ways it's just phenomenal I had the honor to be at the gala last night and it was really really fun to listen to him and I mean, I covered some motorsports over the years, over my 20 plus years in uh, journalism. And uh, it's really interesting because like, you think you know some, and yeah. then you hear like the, from the, the person itself. And it's like so, so interesting. And then you come here and you see the cars are out here. So it's like the whole experience is, is really well done. So by the way, I, want, I should have started with this, but like for people who might not know what Haggard is, can you tell us how it started or, and how it's become this? Sure, yeah, I'm, you know, and again, I'm, I'm McKeel Haggard, I'm the CEO of Haggard, and, and we're, we're, we're a publicly traded company now, which has been Recently, probably one of right? the biggest, as, as of uh, December 2021. Uh, and so we're, we, we started off as a specialty insurance business, uh, which is not a very sexy thing to talk about, yeah. but I've been doing it for 30 years, so, Uh, I, I get it. It's a great business, and, and we, we love that, that, that we started there. But years ago, we realized that building an insurance brand and in playing with people as an insurance brand just doesn't work very well. You, I know you you, as you say, it's not very sexy, and people, I'm going to say, 
maybe the least favorite experience is going to a dealership. To buy yeah, a car. Right, yeah, at least for now, yeah. things are changing. Maybe the dentist, now, maybe going to the dentist. <laughs> no, I'm not let's really say sure. if you, if we keep strictly to automotive, going to the dealership and do all the paperwork and then buying the insurance. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Not fun. And uh, so we, we really, it was in the early 2000s, we, we started this march tour, towards building more of an automotive brand. And we did it by creating a membership organization. So our membership organization, the big one, is called Haggerty Drivers Club, um, approaching 800,000 members. Um, and with a magazine, we do events. There are discounts. There are all these other things that uh, come along with being a Drivers Club member. And it's under that banner that we're making these event investments. So uh, insurance is still a core part of what we do. Uh, it's a part of our company, uh, but it's not the only thing. Yeah. We'll and uh, as you might have heard, we're in the most uh, quiet radio studio we could find here, which is the Rolls-Royce cooling. And <laughs> really good. And then that was a door closing. And because Lauren fakes, finally just finished your uh, judging. Uh, well, uh, when you're judging, there's a, a responsibility, as McKeel knows. If you are going to judge, you make sure that each winner gets the ribbon handed to them with the award. You shake their hand and you thank them and their whole team. And that's always been a big thing because it is a family effort. As yeah. you know more than anyone, yeah. we've all lived our lives at car shows. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Well, thank you for doing that. So, yeah. so I'm, that's my apologies for being late. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, you were working. You, I, you was working. More I was working excuse. for you, actually. <laughs> So, and again, like you were saying, it's very important. Uh, you, Miguel, were saying too, like how important is that for the people to participate? And you, Lauren, you just like made a lot of people happy there with oh like handing on the awards. And I, I saw a couple of them getting them and like you, their faces was like, they transform when you get, get them the award. My husband won the first time here ever showing in 2019. And I swear, he, he flew on cloud nine for like a year. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's an amazing experience. I mean, because you have to remember what it takes to, first off, to even be accepted into this show. You have to have the best of the best. Yeah. They're not just letting anybody, you know, I got a car, I bought a car. These are really phenomenal pieces of art and history. Yeah, so Laurie, you know, obviously, because you your own cars have participated. But, Michael, can you tell us a little bit about that, like that aspect of the concourse? Like, who, who think who might think have something worth coming here how can how could they do it well it's a it, there're kind of three steps to that and you know, people often don't break it down into this way uh, well for, and, and there's really a pre step which is what's the theme of the concourse for the yeah. year so you know, this year for example there are always great classes that kind of come back each and every year but a couple of the big themes were obviously there's some race car classes because this is the racers concourse we're also celebrating 75th anniversary of ferrari we're celebrating the 100th anniversary of lincoln um we have just so you're always gonna so you're gonna see lincoln's and you're gonna see ferraris yeah. and we're street rods too and street rods yeah so also 30 uh, 32 uh street rods so you're gonna see some great ones there of those um then it's the selection process so the first the this is the first phase so the selection process it you know small committee you, you reach out to people that you know have good examples of cars that you want to fill out these um, these classes, and that works well. So you, you do that. You have to do a lot of vetting in advance. You want to make sure that the cars that are showing up are as described and they don't have problems. And so there's a lot of research, and that's the part that takes months in advance, right. like right. just months and months of work. Yeah, so I that think you start applying in like January. Yes, and like, but but even when's then, the application for next year. Does, it's got to be like the end of the year or something. Yeah, right. It's the end of the year, but but you're really we're pre-filling months in advance of that, so the, the process will start up again quite 
uh, soon for next year because you just want to you want to get all that work done in advance and it's not easy and you want to make sure that you don't especially when it comes to the top awards the biggest nightmare of any concours any car uh, is to to not give an award to a car that it has a problem uh, yeah. you know and especially and for for the you know maybe somebody's not as experienced especially with pre-war cars yeah the problem is rebodies so cars that started off as a very plain car call it a sedan and then it shows up at the concord and it's the biggest swoopiest race racing you know, I know. Uh, with a questionable history with a questionable yeah. history so the pre-work is the first phase. The second part is judging, and so we select really great judges this year. I think we had about Lauren. ninety, like like Lauren. Yeah, my husband judged this year. As okay, well. great. Um, and so it's and it's getting them and the team building the teams to make sure that the teams are selected to judge those cars. It's not just randomly, you know, you don't well, just a, pepper them great around. Team. So yeah, what did you judge? So I judged the twenty-four hour class okay. from Daytona. Okay, great. And so we had Mark Rafoff and and then of course Tom Plasinski. Yeah. Right. So and I judged with him last year as well. Right. So it was great. It was it's a good group because we all were on the same page understanding that when you're judging a class that's race cars yeah they're all over the place yeah. the, the range was so dramatic and it has to be a daytona winner right we felt in order to carry that class of course well but there was some phenomenal cars it was right. really challenging and as you were saying that like the cars that one of the cars that was there was not completely original i think it was the ferrari that was like destroyed in le mans I right think you said but it has but he, a but, good history but behind the owner it, right? said he wanted it to be here but he asked that it not be judged. Right. Oh, which, okay. which was the right thing to do because it is an honor to bring your car yeah. to a show like this. And he was very, I know the story behind that one. And, he, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, yeah, car, it's, right? it's a, an extraordinary car. And he just said, great. It just There's enough with it that we don't need to, um, you know, have anybody judge. Because what you don't want to have happen is somehow a, a new story is told about the car that just isn't true. Right. Yeah. And it's, with race cars, it was especially the case because almost all of them wrecked at some point. And, and yeah. especially back <laughs> in the race early days. Enough? Yeah, well, they, that's part of it. They get retubbed, or if the car was in a really bad wreck, you know, the last thing you want to be doing is rep misrepresenting it because it, it affects the provenance of the car and its resale value down the road. Yep. So, anyway, first choice is, or first step is, well, theme of the show, second step is selection. Yeah. Second step, which you just went through, is the judging, which, you know, there's pressure on it. The judges want to do the good work, and, and they don't want to be embarrassed, too, by picking something that's wrong. And then, finally, you have the awarding process, which is... Um, and, and it's kind of twofold. They're class, class awards, one, two, three. And then you have special awards that can actually pull a car up from a class to a, to a higher level award. Okay. That's and that's about, that's kind of the entertainment aspect of these shows. Uh, you know, where you want to make sure that for the next couple of hours when the award ceremony begins, that it's entertainment. That great cars Definitely, are being yeah. given awards and that the owners... Are happy exactly and, making uh, people happy and yeah. Uh, and, and yeah they're ecstatic and, and everybody has a great day so it's really these three things that interplay with each other and yeah. and our our whole goal is good process good ethics right. you know good people and you the you, ethics yeah, is a big one it's, it's, yeah, that's well, what makes this show so fun what we have seen today it's, it's been fantastic and yeah. now we have only like five more okay. minutes yep, yep, to yep, talk yep. about yep. the other big topic that you mentioned briefly at the beginning saving the drive yes. I mean, that's yeah, a big drive. a big story huge story well this is a it's a, the purpose of our company is to save driving a car culture and 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 the we talked a little bit about the car culture piece and it's events and it's media and it's that sort of thing because people come for the cars they stay for the people and there are these community aspects around the car world which is one of the reasons why it's such a unique activity in yeah. human life that and i think sports sports mm -hmm. kind of have that where you have uh -huh. embedded media and you have all of those happenings the car world does too and that's what we wanted to make sure we do that on the 
On the individual side, though, we, we have a track record of helping people protect and preserve now millions of cars around the world. And we're really good at that and interfacing with our members. And these events are great ways to interface with our members and through our media products. So uh, we just we make every single investment decision around this idea. Is, is it going to help us in our purpose? And if it does, then we do it. And so, you know, investing in these events, um, we've made some other investments this year. We, we actually, one of the things I'm really proud of that we announced on Friday is a partnership with Sony uh, and Gran Turismo, the, the, okay. their, their driving game. So we're actually embedded now in the game Gran Turismo, where That's we have awesome. where That's super smart. Uh, it's well, and millions of people use that platform every yeah. month, and, and it builds the youth. Yes, who will eventually be buying cars? Yes, they really hopefully. Dream of, yeah. Well, I think I think they are, and I, it's interesting because just a perfect example is I had a Lamborghini Urus get dropped off to me in New York City, and some little kid stopped by and was spouting out specs <laughs> that I, know. I didn't even know. Yeah. I'm like. I mean, gear ratios, and I'm like, uh, I said, how do you know this? Because of the video games, yeah. Because the, the games. Video, yeah. video games, so, these, so you're building, which is very smart, you're building uh, the next round of enthusiasts and lovers and the owners of these cars. Well, we all grew up reading car magazines. I did yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I love them. Still love them. We published the second highest circulation car magazine, Haggerty Drivers Club. But the biggest media platforms in the automotive world are video games. Yeah. Just period, and that's why we had to be there. Right. And it, it adds to the joy, I yep, think. Of course. One last aspect that you mentioned uh, in your speech uh, last night before at the gala is the manual transmission. Yes. Why is that important? Well, is important. Well, you hear the joke that a manual transmission is the greatest anti-theft <laughs> yeah, device. Yeah. Um, the millennial anti-theft yeah. device. Well, so <laughs> what we discovered years ago is, by the way, there are literally owners here collectors, serious collectors who never taught their kids to drive manual transmissions. Yeah, really? It's we demanded um, our kids know what well, it is. Well, yeah, my, you know, I, I tell my, my daughters, like, you will not bring shame in our family. <laughs> I tell them very openly, you will learn to drive a manual. Yes. So what we just, we started doing years ago are these Haggerty, we call them Haggerty driving experiences. We'll do, it, it, depending on the year, we'll do up to 10, 12 of them a year around the world. And what, and we usually do them in a, in a, like in a closed parking lot and we bring an array of cars, low horsepower to high horsepower. And we teach young people to drive manuals Smart. and you know, they start in like a model a that we make them start or a Volkswagen. Yeah. And then at the end of the Beal. day, we have a, um, we have a six speed manual Hellcat. Okay. We'll let them, we'll let them, we'll let them step up, but they also get to drive, uh, you know, our, split window Corvette or whatever it is and they because we want to we want to reward them the for love. learning this skill so yeah. got to do it and we're gonna we're just That's gonna keep fabulous. doing all these things so in closing uh, how did uh, people who are not members yet of the of this society of uh, Haggerty how do they get into that? Thank you. So Haggerty, you just go to Haggerty.com, H-A-G-E-R-T-Y. You can find out all sorts of information. We and, and so many of our media resources are free and out there. Our valuation tools, you can go out that's there. That's Thank you. Well, and that's the big, one of the biggest reasons people come to us is to look up values of cars. And we just, we want people to be informed. We yeah. want them to have fun. And uh, hopefully come to events like this. And auction results and everything. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of content. That's there. right. So, Lauren, we're a few minutes away from the ceremony, but you can tell us who won in your category because this is going to air <laughs> later oh, after. So. Oh, well, Al Petkus won in a 24-hour Daytona car. I Actually, he's a friend of mine. We've raced together oh, at wow. Road America. Um, he's a wonderful person and a true car enthusiast uh, without getting too technical and heavy into the racing so not everyone understands it but this race car had huge provenance it was a winning car and the owner is still racing it wow. because SBRA wow. is about that it's huh. about racing those cars yeah. 
historical cars today, and I, I do the same. I run a 2000 yeah. Jaguar XKRS. Mine's got 850 horsepower. Yeah, all right. So, so saving the normal. drive. Saving driving. Saving driving. Absolutely. Well, thanks for the little preview of that award coming yes. up. Yeah. So, thank, thank you very you. much for your time again. The busiest man in the in the show, and he's still got time for us. So I really appreciate well, I don't know if I want to leave this air-conditioned <laughs> Rolls-Royce. <laughs> it's pretty fabulous. I'm thinking, I just turned on the AC seats. I'm thinking, this, this works. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Lauren, thank you, and see you next. See you next time, Javier. Thanks Bye. a lot. Follow us all on social media. I'm at Lauren Fix. And Javier Mota. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at totalcarscore.com.